come on an adventure behind the scenes as we explore what it looks to be bold, creative and Christian. You're listening to The Artless Podcast. And we're rolling. It's Christmas! Step into Christmas! Welcome to the More Than The Art Podcast. That's me drinking a big, big cup of cafe. Big cup of joe. To give me some energy. uh, yeah, we just thought it'd be fun to put out a Christmas special. Give me your loudest, Crimbo. it's Christmas. It's... No, 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 step away from the mic. Oh. <laughs> it's Christmas! Wait, that's the loudest you could do. It's not the loudest you could do. Well, you could do louder than that. All right, are you ready? <coughs> it's Christmas! <laughs> I mean, no one's in the building now, so yeah, it's all right. I hope that. Well, if there is someone in the building, they'll know that it's Christmas. Well, it is Christmas. Uh, hopefully, all, all our wonderful listeners, you've got all your gifts. Off Everything's the... wrapped under the under the Christmas tree. And off the bat, I'm going to say that I am not a Christmassy person, and you are. I know. I find this. So... I'm John Maltz, the artist and director of Artless Theatre Company. By the way, if you don't know, welcome Hello. to the More Than the Art Podcast. Chris Poach, the company director of artless theater company uh yeah so that is true i've known for a bit of time that you are a grinch i've never really wanted to believe it because i think it's very sad i actually find it very sad i think i think if someone is a grinch at christmas or scrooge whatever you want to say i actually think it's sad i feel sorry yeah, for it's you the flip, it's no the i feel sorry it's for what you. you're like the rest of the year <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's just that's at true. I, I agree with that, but I think if you're a Scrooge at Christmas, man, I feel sorry for you. I don't buy into the pagan festival of that's a load Festivus of that's just a lot of rubbish. What what was it again? Because you had a story Winterfest. that was very sad about your upbringing at Christmas. No. Just that we got rid of our Christmas tree when I was eight years old, but I agree with that. I agree. <laughs> I agree with the, that. Is... I agree with it. It's uh... now it makes sense. Now everyone, everyone misses that. Oh, okay. I, yeah, okay, let's sense. just say that, that I is... have had Christmas is not as mysticized. It's not. It's lost the romance that other people love about it. I just don't think you ever clearly had that though. What I'm saying is, I remember being excited for yeah, Christmas yeah, as a very young child, but then when you're I, a kid, it is different. But what I'm saying is, as an adult, you can still enjoy. Like, I, I think there's, I, I can't think of one thing about Christmas that I don't really like. Oh, surely, what the commercialization, the, the Mate, forcing people the into buying presents. Is one of the best things, baby. What people, <laughs> people from people who've got no money, feeling pressured to have to buy loads of presents for their kids who who feel disappointed and not loved if they don't have the the latest. Furby gizmo. Well, our parents weren't super rich. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Our parents weren't super rich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, and we didn't get like tons of things, but that we did get stuff. I'm not saying we didn't. Obviously, we did. But so I'm just saying you can still enjoy Christmas. You don't have to. If then I feel like that's more of like the culture in a family. If it is just based around all like the presents and what you're getting and stuff. Then it's like, for me, it was like, I loved Christmas because it was like, we'd go away, all the family would come together, spend time with, like, my cousins, and we'd play games. And it was like, I think I enjoyed more about that. Like, that was more Christmas. Like, obviously, everyone loves presents, but do you see what I'm saying? So yeah, it's more of a that. cultural thing. Yeah, but you said that you're going to die on the hill with the statement, there's not one thing about Christmas that you don't like. <laughs> well, no, come on. I, I... Um, how about that thought that on Christmas Day, people that live alone, people that uh, <laughs> have no family, it, it 
exemplifies no. their loneliness. Ah, ha ha, yes. Okay, that does happen. But that has been highlighted more and more as the years go by. And that actually allows for there's been great movements. There's been great movements, great charities that actually connect with like old people like that. Which, which yeah. they wouldn't have done at any point throughout the year unless there wasn't that it's awareness. Like saying, it's like saying, I'm so glad there was that hurricane because if it weren't for that hurricane, there wouldn't be all those wonderful aid parcels going no, to that no, town. No, no, because, because they, if they were lonely throughout the whole time, yeah. that then Christmas more highlights that so that then it can be dealt with more. Yeah, yeah, I think... I think um, <laughs> no, I'd still disagree, but hey, look, you love Chris. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. You're gonna, the dirty I'm Grinch. Gonna, anyway, so I'm let's flip the coin on the, you because hey, you're ahead. the dirty, dirty Grinch. Show me a biblical sad... justification for celebrating a. What, for coming together, festival. spending time with family, eating know, together, spending church. time in community? Yeah, that's called, that's called the and Great also, Commission. And also, sorry, but just celebrating the birth of Christ is a good thing. Yeah, we should celebrate every day. We should celebrate yes. the death of Christ. Yeah, but that's like. Resurrection that's the same of Christ. Easter. I agree. I agree, and yeah. I think churches do get sucked into kind of like we only talk about I don't know, like the cross at like Easter mm. or his birth at Christmas, and but then the resurrection. A... We just won't touch. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're like, you know what, you know, you know. Believe <laughs> <Get to laughs> it. Says the Bible, you can come back from the dead, but we're not going to talk about it that much. <laughs> I mean, that's the best. That's the most important part. But okay. <laughs> but um, yes, I think yes. it's good, and thou shalt. Deck the halls with bowels of I think of it's good that we get a time to do all that fun No, stuff. it is nice. It is very nice. It's nice to have some time off and spend time with family in the coldest part of the year. It is very nice. Well, what would be? What would you say is your least favourite thing about Christmas? My least favourite? Oh, probably the music in shops. <laughs> Stepping into Christmas. <laughs> in, when it gets to, like, early November... And no, maybe even late October. As soon as Halloween's done in the shops, they start bringing out all the like Christmas it, stuff, and then it's like, and then you're like, Gah! all you well, can think about is how cold it's going to get, how hot you're going to be in a shop looking for presents for people, and you're like, like all wrapped up because you know you're going back out it, into the oh, cold. It's so difficult buying presents. Yeah, for because people, you're like, because you, know, you think <laughs> I love being generous, I love buying presents for people, but the fact is, there's a whole industry around it where you walk in and everything is just these easy, yeah, convenient. Shop. Gifts and then that's it's just, just shopping. You walk in, that's shopping just, throughout the oh, year. Yeah, but it's deals. like yeah, buy people's Christmas presents through the year. That's not, I I, I'm I'm a firm believer of if you're in a shop and you see something, and you're like, oh, that'd be a nice present for them. I just don't wait till their birthday or Christmas. Just get them a present, and then rather than just Still wasteful waiting. things. Oh, I don't need I don't need all these. Oh, someone. I bet I'm gonna get five or six people buy me uh, a mug with a, a like a little spirit or a hot chocolate. It makes thing you sound in it. very. Uh, ungrateful, ungrateful yeah they should donate that money to the charity about pandas or something well, save the pandas I have a gift for you that's arriving today good. that I'm very excited about should we go through some of the presents you got me in the past <laughs> what you gave me for my 30th birthday but this will make up this will mismatched, make up mismatched slightly no. too large shorts <laughs> one can I say they weren't mismatched and they were very generic good high quality they were Adidas you were going yeah Adidas it's is true, good yeah, Adidas is good, good. And, I do like the top the top is the good I don't reason, wear the shorts and so much, let me just say the reason I got that was because I know that I was you were going proper to going to the gym yeah, at the time yeah, and you look like a bum going to the gym 
Most of the time. I wore good shorts. Um, tops, you, I've seen John wear his clogs. I call them the clogs to the gym. He was actually on the uh, treadmill. They're Doc Martens, very nice in shoes. Doc Martens in a gym. I forgot. I mean, you had to put your trainers, tour, but yeah. you did. It was hilarious. Yeah, that was hilarious. So. But because okay. <laughs> they had a no, they had a shoe policy. You can't not wear shoes. But yes, we're, we're we're this is like an interesting start to the podcast, a machine gun start. But I quite like it. It's very sporadic, and very Christmasy. Well, we'd love to, yeah. Uh, I, well, okay. Let's Mr. To, well, what's we your are, favorite? Okay, what's your favorite thing? Uh, a favorite thing about Christmas. Uh, you know what? I really like panto. Haven't gone to a panto <laughs> this year yet. I do love um, you seeing like that we're a theatre company. Yeah, Maybe you got to so. talk about theatre in this podcast at one point. Um, I do like panto. Do I have uh, to like panto? No. No, no. I mean, it can be done very badly, but Wait, when it's I've done well, it's so good. Well. Yeah, yeah, well. You've been um, You've been I think Panto? I have, probably in my space of time. Um, uh, what do I like about Christmas? I do like buying people presents. I just don't like the, the action of going out in a packed place where everyone else is buying presents. Uh, I like, I do, yeah, I like gift giving. It's really nice. Um, I don't like the... Uh, well, what do you do? What do you do if someone's just given you a present? Okay, so you unwrap for Christmas Day. <laughs> this is for you, Chrissy. <laughs> you open it. And it is a, a football annual for, um, for Chelsea. Chelsea 2022 year annual. <laughs> and they go, do you like it, Chrissy? <laughs> you like, I remember you like sport. I remember which one. I think it was football. Chris loves cricket. Yeah, doesn't really like, doesn't really doesn't like football. football. Uh, definitely wouldn't like Chelsea. Uh, what would you do in that situation? Well, one, think... is it fine to lie as an actor? Uh, Refer to yeah, our previous would be, podcast. Would I be lying if I was trying to act, be a new character? Okay, well let's just play it out. Here's, is... here's the annual, Chrissy. Oh, 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 wait, wait. So I'm opening it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here's your present, Chrissy. Oh, we uh, saved all year for it. The hardest thing is actually trying to focus sorry, on you your break, face. Are you breaking? Me? Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, um, oh, cheers, thank you. Here's your favourite player in the front. Don't you like Mason Mount? You like him, don't you? Oh, I know. I mean, I know. Uh, yeah, I know Mason Mount. Yeah, he, we played, really... uh, he played. He uh, played in the World Cup recently, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, because yeah. we was we was scratching our heads what to get you, and oh, okay, the, yeah. all the shop full of cricket stuff. <laughs> And we know you like Chelsea, uh, we think, so we got you this one. Um, oh, well, thank you. That's they were really doing thoughtful. a signing. The England cricket team were doing a signing, so there was tons of people in the shop. So hard to get that. Well, thank you. Uh, it's really thoughtful of you. Thank you. Thank you. And then Stuart I, Broad I don't know, actually then came I, in. Then I quickly, was handing out signed photographs. I would quickly go in then for a, you know, a hug or something <clears> uh, to then hopefully move on. To, like, oh, no, the I've dropped present. the annual in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, I think though, as well, that the hardest thing I think is is the face, not even actually what you say, because oh, you're trying not yeah, to overcompensate as well. No, re- no, yeah, you know, you don't do the, really, oh, really, actually. Oh, that's actually that's what actually I needed. Really good, you know what yeah. you say? That's actually what I needed. That's the worst. That's actually really good. Oh, yeah. that's, oh, I actually because I do re- actually really need these. Well, this right now, what would be your biggest nightmare gift if you were given a gift, Christmas Day? Um, say it's say Lauren's like wrapped up. It's your main present. You've opened little things, little bits and bobs, little we joke really gifts. Do but say you too much. okay. We'll say that she said I've, I've got you something really special. I've put a lot of thought into it, and I've spent a bit of money on it. But it's it's your thirtieth birthday this year. You know, special, special. Know. What would you, yeah? What would be the nightmare? Know, We're having tentacles. another movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit, yeah, legit. That's the... <laughs> 
No, I love my son um, <laughs> and our little family, but man, uh, I need a bit more time, okay? Um, your Minecraft. Yeah, I don't know. Suffering. I don't know. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm really bad. You know, when they're like, someone's like, oh, what do you want for but Christmas? But what would be and, the like, worst thing? And... It might, you must know. You must think what would be. I mean, I don't know, cooking Chelsea. utensils? I don't cook. That's uh, true. Yeah. Then, yeah. Got like... you... Oh, no, but an air fryer it wouldn't be a bad gift. It's quite a cool present. Yeah, but I just don't. I don't... But then you'd like you can cook with it, you make yourself chips. Yeah, actually no. If I did get an air fryer, actually, I probably would be excited because I like, yeah, like a new well, thing. Well, you, you got into you sweet can, like, making, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I like, I like uh, confection. I need to make maybe. fudge this Christmas. I usually do that every Christmas. Fudge so. making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe like a giant fudge, fudge making uh, spoon. Yeah, I like that. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing I'm trying to think of, like, what would I? I don't know. I think I'd go, uh, well, what you th- I think I like a season ticket for a, a football, like I'd sell it. You sell it, I'd yeah, sell that's it. true. But then again, um, I would have to. Well, yeah, but I'd have to cover that up when I, you know. You'd yeah, like t- like a um a pass to go onto the pitch, at, like. Oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, you get to go. You get to be a mascot. Actually, no, like a day experience thing, but like. Uh, oh, actually, I need to book that one. Oh, but like yes. a, a bad, like like one that they like, like, no like so, like no no like something like that. Where, for example, I probably wouldn't like this. This is a good idea. Uh, let's say it is a pitch experience, but it's at like Lords. Mm-hmm. Okay, I probably uh, I'm not. I wouldn't actually be that interested in that. <laughs> Sorry if anyone's got that. For me. Editing. <laughs> Re-edit this afterwards. Chris received. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, I don't think. <clears throat> I think it'd be one of those things that I got to think. Oh man, that's like a day. That's okay. Like a day out of my calendar. Well, what about like a play? Like, yeah, going to see a play you wouldn't want to go see, or a show that you wouldn't want to yeah, go see. Yeah, but no, Musical. I always find that. Oh, I you get given gifts quite... of Wicked. No, but I find that quite helpful though. What well, even? Yeah. Even like, like every time we've like. seen something even rubbish, generally, uh, there's you always something. something up, there's yeah. always something I pick up that I think, oh, that was really cool. Like, yeah, you know. Art is stealing, and so you, well, know, you just think about sun. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you're just thinking about like, oh, that's really cool. Absorbing like, how stuff. would we do something similar? Or you are you know... very good at absorbing stuff from other artworks. <laughs> um, what line was it? Uh, what did yeah. you come here to gloat, to, to mock? mock. But which I, was in Thor. 2. I have no. Which is funny because Thor two came out the year of when we wrote Centurion. Look, I have no. So, obviously, so I just so the obviously, I wouldn't have gone. A line. Um, uh, there is a line. Rachel says the Centurion. What have you come to to? Have no, you come, to come to gloat to, to mock. mock. I was watching the second Thor movie, or maybe the first. I don't know. I hadn't watched them before. It's the first. And Loki comes up to him. No, Loki's in prison. In, in prison. Yeah. And goes, "What have and you come here to gloat to, to mock. mock?" And it's like, yeah. But Centurion. I have no. I wasn't like I've sat there. You know, it's true. Well, no, we always absorbed. Sunk into yeah, my. Uh, anyway, I mean that line. I'm sure is uh, has been. been done before that but just anyway. like every other christmas film yeah but it's uh, all been done before yeah oh well actually that's a good point do you have a do you have a favorite christmas film i actually i'm gonna throw a curveball out there and say well, there are great comedies christmas things i really like it's a it's a romantic comedy christmas with the coopers i actually like the it have you seen it that? exactly yeah throw it out there it's a different well it's not that different it's got like Olivia Wilde, I think, what's her name is the guy who uh, was he played. He was in the office. He was the intern in the later seasons. It's got uh, John Goodman, oh, okay, Diane Keaton, yeah. quite a few. It's like a big ensemble cast. When did it come out? Uh, Amanda Sid- Sidfried. Uh, about five years ago, maybe I don't know. 
It's good. It's a good film. What, do you like watch this every year? Or? No, just <clears throat> when I see it, it's good. It's nice. It's quite, it's quite wholesome. It's quite a realistic, uh, dysfunctional family. Oh, and okay. it's quite a real Christmas story. It's not like a magical Christmas story. It's just a. It's based around. See, Christmas I feel like time. you've got this weird thing about like you can't <clears throat> enjoy like the magic of Christmas. Like don't let because the magic it, because, don't let the magic take over. Because the magic of Christmas was God oh, coming gosh, into human form. That is the real yeah, yeah, exactly power. That is, is the real But you can magic. still enjoy. It's like I love the Grinch. Okay, like, I love the Grinch. I think mm-hmm. it's great. Great film, by the way. Jim Carrey's. Great, Isn't the Grinch it? a rip-off of um, the um, the old tradition of, what's it, Black Peter or one of those cancelled Probably, European yeah. Traditions. But then again, it's like, that. that's the thing with, the, you know, when you're talking about, like, all stories. It's like that story has kind of been told many a time about, like, like I was saying, the... The, the party pooper. The, the party pooper, but the, and, he's, and he's set away from the rest of society. The hermit. And then someone reaches out. So, like, this girl reaches oh, out. Oh, I just realised, yeah, the Grinch yeah, but they, is like but that they're, they're well, all, yeah. But there's lots of those, particularly at, like, Christmas. Like, that's a big thing about, like, an yeah. outsider who is uh, different being brought True. into the community through kind of, like, Christmas and community. Well, then and what would like you that. say is the most out-there Christmas film or Christmas play or movie or whatever story that doesn't fit into those archetypes? And don't just say Die Hard, like a lot of people say. Oh, that's mm, a I've never movie. seen Die Hard. Haven't seen it. It's a pretty good action film. But... The, what, that doesn't fit? <clears throat> I don't think there is one. because I think, classic I think the whole point is that you're. it's why break the mould of something that works well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, what makes a Christmas film a Christmas film? Schmaltz. Like, that's the question you got asked, isn't it? Schmaltz, like, what makes know. it what makes mm. it a Christmas film? If you can do the last, like, five minutes of the film with the soundtrack going... Da, 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 da. I, I love mean, <laughs> classic Home Alone. Home Alone's great, though. It is a good film. <clears throat> but again, Home Alone is... It's probably out Actually, there. Actually, no, Home Alone does have the Christmas film. themes, because... No, 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 no. That, the the cut, guy on the other side of the road, yeah. No, Pigeon yeah, lady. there's the guy. Yeah, again, the hermit guy, the pigeon lady, yeah. the guy shoveling the snow. He's a bit That's of an true. outcast. Gets kind of like brought back in. Also, the element around family. So, like, yeah. you know, he he wants to be separated <clears throat> from his family. Like, you know, he's like, I wish you we were all gone. And at the start, he thinks it's kind of some like Wait, magic thing. Is Home Alone like a massive parable of the Bible? <laughs> Kevin McAllister. <laughs> let me just throw that. <laughs> Kevin McAllister is humanity. Okay. Humanity and his family. Let's say that's God, or like his, his family. Kind of horrible to him. So maybe his uh, well, mum. No, his mom's, his mom's no, no, they not, are. They are. Well, watch it again. You're like, man, oh yeah, the, 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 the brothers are pretty evil to him. The no, dad. Let's the, uncle, the, dad. The, the uncle. Father, the father's. The not. uncle is awful. Yeah, he is awful to him. Okay, but let's say that the the family as a whole uh, is sort of symbolic of God, and so then. He in rebellion, he away. tells him to go away. He made my family disappear. Yeah, he's like living in rebellion, doing oh, all the things he wants to do, it. enjoying it. But then he realizes how hollow that is. It's the prodigal son, really. He realizes how hollow that all is. Yeah. It's true. But and this then, is what I mean about all. But then story. it's without his even without his own. Actually, he doesn't. Does he repent? Does Kevin McAllister? No, yeah, repent? he does. He does. He does because he pays yeah. money back to the, the. No, and he does in the first one as well. He says you know, like sorry. And that. He steals a toothbrush, doesn't he? And then pays them back. Or is that the second one? He does do. Oh, that, he I goes. Think, but... Oh, the second one, he goes to the tree and apologizes. Yeah, he? but definitely but the in the first, first one, one. No, he does apologize to the family. He prays. He goes to the church, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he like he petitions God. But, but that's what I'm saying. All story. If you if you like like we've condensed mm. that down, like you strip everything else away. That is the story, isn't it? Of like, Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. About this child who doesn't understand what he's got. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't understand like the the good yeah. things he has, 
that goes away, then he becomes obviously, and he indulges in other things yeah. to try and fill that void. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. Ice cream. Then his family comes back and he repents. Yeah. It's so like, then we're saying, is the uh, scary furnace in the basement, is that Satan? <laughs> or the two, All the flash- two robbers trying to get in. Oh, you know, get in it, yeah. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah, the prowling lions. Yes. Man, the home alone. Scott, if you re- restart uh, Real Spirituality, <laughs> which was a uh, friend Scott, ran a really cool uh, movie night at our church, which we would watch a film and then discuss the spiritual implications of the film. Home Alone. Home Alone. Who maybe? knew it? <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Raw Light. <laughs> remake, <laughs> remake. Paul, if you ever listen, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, remake. but I'm sure you could do that with you know with most Christmas. All right. So, what about the ju- Grinch? Break down the Grinch. What okay, would the, the Grinch, Grinch be if you if you were to relate it to a parable or oh. a or something from the Bible or some? Spiritual well, let me describe and see what comes out. So, obviously, you've got the Grinch who Jonah. gets bullied. That that turns him into kind of like where when he hates Christmas. Okay. He separates himself from the rest of society, up on Mount Crumpet. Oh, I think I know. Um, okay, I'll keep going. Go, I'll goes up to Mount Crumpet. Yeah. Then they're gonna do. Is that the, really what it's called, Mount Crumpet. Yeah. They're gonna do a big ho- the hubilation. So they have the big hubilation. Yeah. Like Christmas. Hoover. Um, and they can vote for one person to be the holiday cheermeister. A girl. The girl, the young girl, I can't remember her name now, it's gone out of my head, but the young girl, she votes for the Grinch, which is out of the blue, because, you know, you'd never vote for the Grinch to be the holiday cheermeister. Yeah. Why did she vote for the Grinch? Because she wanted him to be included. She she uh, found out she about his about story him. and, like, you know. She wasn't just, like, trolling, like, no, inter- an internet poll, you know? It's because <laughs> Do they she... want Elon to stay on his CEO? <laughs> the Grinch! <laughs> no, no poll. But um, then then it's a big thing, because it's usually, the, like, the mayor of, like, Whoville. Um, but he does get picked... Um, but then, and he does come down from Mount Crumpet and it's Mm -hmm. going all well. Like he's actually enjoying it. Like it does start to turn, but then he's reminded of how he was bullied. They like the, the, the mayor guy gets out the shaver, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it reminds him how he was bullied as a child. That flicks a switch in him again. He then decides that he's going to destroy their Christmas. He then steals all the gifts, the trees, the turkeys, everything, you know, the Grinch stole Christmas. So he steals it all. Um, but then the girl pretty much helps him save the day. He then realizes he's made this like big mistake because they all come out singing. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's what happened. Sorry. So he then expects I've stolen Christmas because he's taken all the gifts. He's taken the tree, the turkey. But he can't take away their cheer. Yes. And then he hears them all singing together. They all hold hands. Ma, hooray, hoo, you know, uh, <laughs> Is that a song? Uh, kind of, um, anyway. Mm-hmm. then yeah so then the girl and he he, he then realizes his mistake and with the girl's help he comes back and gives all the gifts and stuff and okay i might play that in double speed when we edit but <laughs> that's good though i think i know who it might be who? have you got what have you got an idea like do you do you think does anything come to mind when you said uh it? no i want to hear you i'm just gonna throw it out there <laughs> moses Right, <laughs> Moses. Right, so he has that moment of running away and yeah. isolating himself. True. Yeah. Uh, he kills well, he kills the Egyptian. Yeah, um, doesn't run. But then yeah. he runs away. Uh, then he comes back. He's got a stutter. What? Yeah. Comes yeah. back, and then Pharaoh, you know, says, "Yeah, I'm gonna let the people go." But then there's like a backtracking on that. It's not really true. But then you can also equate that to the Israelites 
you know, following God, but then making the the golden uh, calf, and then him like, oh, well, then God wants to destroy them all. Then he actually dissuades God from destroying them. So there's a bit of bit of not complete, you know, parallel there. But then, well, there is an element again. It's this is why I think the prodigal son though is so cuts through so many different uh, themes and stuff yeah. because the Grinch is like a prodigal as well. You know, someone who separates themselves to and tries to fill, fill that void. Mm-hmm. Like he tries to fill it, but you see very early on in the film that he can't uh, fill that void, um, and, and then has to kind mm. of like he does make amends. Uh, and kind of like is accepted back into like the community. What about the man that's possessed with lo- those loads of demons and, and he lives up on a mountain, doesn't he? <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Legion. Uh, no, the demons are called Legion. Isn't it? What's well, the, you never learned that guy's well, name. What's the guy's name? We know the name. Yeah, he's the most anonymous guy in the Bible. He I love that it's like, can you Jesus imagine, can you imagine him reading the Bible? You'd read it and be like, oh, I'm in it. I'm in it. <laughs> Probably because he needed, yeah, he had to get paid royalties if they named we him. We should double check, by the way, just to make sure. Um, he's not named, is he? Well, should we check? Do some research quickly? John's just going to quickly uh, check and make um, sure. But that would be the worst. You think, yes. Publication date. You get a first edition Bible signed, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're like, "Where's my part?" Like, if they include, "Where's my part?" I mean, like, uh, it just says demon possessed man. Yeah, the man with the pure spirit. He lived in the tombs. No one could bind him anymore, like the Grinch. Yeah, uh, been chained a Not lot. Uh, iron uh, broke the irons in his feet. Must have had a diamond pickaxe. Um, <laughs> he cut himself. Jesus saw him from a distance. He ran and fell on his knees in front of him, shouted at the top of his voice, "What do you want with me, Son of God? Don't torture me!" Oh, he does say. Jesus and then Jesus says, says to the the man. demon, ah, "No, to the demon." My name is Legion. For he replied, "For we are many." He begged Jesus again not to send him out into the, the area. He sends him into the pigs. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. pigs run off. The dead get drowned. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who'd been possessed sitting there dressed in, in his right mind. His heart grew three times the size. Um, <laughs> in a way, heart, heart of right? stone becomes a star- heart of flesh. They were afraid because they had seen and told people about the man. Um, the man who'd been demon possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you. Um, so the man went away and began to tell people in the Decapolis. So yeah, we don't know. We know the name of the, the demon. We don't know the hmm. name of the man. Well, the demon was like, you "Mate, you're my name." That we're called the crew. There's tons of us, bruh. So we don't know his actual name. He's basically saying there's tons of us. Four we are many. Yeah, true. Pigman. But would you be a bit disappointed that your name, like, you've kind of been mentioned, but it's like it'd be like getting like marketing for like Artless, but they've not actually named us. True. You know I mean, but, they were like, no, oh, but it's this like... great theatre company. You've done this, and then like. You know, um, we, we get the publication, we're well excited. It goes out to the millions of people. True, but this guy's trying to start a new life, you know. He doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be tarred he by his past. Na- what, he might have released a, he might have really he could have released like if this was done now, this was he now. could release a book, he yeah, could have merchandise. Yeah. Like he could a movie, everything. I mean I think life. the moral of that story is that he went off and became an amazing evangelist, uh, telling that good news. But yeah, then it wasn't about him. It wasn't about him, it was about what Jesus did. So, yeah. 
Ta- so we're talking about we were just talking about uh, film Christmas stories. What makes oh uh, we're at half an hour. Well, well we were saying that's absolutely fine. Absolutely Christmas special, baby. Christmas special. Uh, you know, there's a lot of spare time people have <laughs> washing dishes. And... Hey, put this on in the background. Exactly. Uh, Alternative Christmas. What, what makes it though a Christmas story, story. film? I, it's an interesting thought because or you know we story, are in the early you know? stages of writing something for Christmas next year, which is very exciting. We can't come I don't along wanna... on January yeah. the twenty eighth to a breakfast with Artless. Uh, find out on our link tree for the Eventbrite link, and you could hear about our amazing plans for next year. But we'll launch this very very softly. And I just want to say I'm very excited for it. Very excited. very excited. It's going to be. If great. you don't have a child, I would start preparing one now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, try and give birth to one as soon as you can so they can come along next Christmas I mean that's yeah, probably too small a time scale but uh, yeah it's going to be great and hopefully you know. but the thing is I was thinking yeah well if it's so successful at Christmas why don't we tour it through the year but if it's what makes a Christmas there's a Christmas feel isn't there people want to like I was saying I like the magic you know, people say the magic. Of Do Christmas. Australians have that, and South Americans? I have. Well, I don't know. South Africans, uh, a few Australians. Well, no, they have Southern Christmas Hemisphere. That, but they obviously, do, but is it as magical? In it's in the summer. Uh, I don't. I'm not sure, but in the let's say the West, more Western culture of like, you know, Christmas and yeah, capitalism yeah. and all that. Yeah, um, yeah, but what? Yeah, what yeah. makes that a Christmas f- film? Does it have to be set? I, does it have to be set in either during Christmas? Christmas story. Yeah, Christmas story during Christmas. During winter. During At least winter. there's got to be, like, if there's snow and stuff, is it enough to be. Can like... you have a Christmas story that is not set during Christmas? Not, we get not, famous not Christmas set. films. Just, just. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah get... um, <laughs> I was like, well, I was in the middle of a statement with my hand. I was using my hand to make a statement. Well, it's just gesturing. because there might be a film. Uh, that will come to to us. That will be like, oh, okay. Well, that's why people. Someone's probably shouting, is, listening to this, thinking, I Die know. Hard. They're like, oh, that's not Christmas. It is a Christmas movie, but it's, it takes place during Christmas and there's snow, so there's yes, always seemingly I mean. snow. Yeah, yeah. What's that? Boy called Christmas. So every one of these pitch, every one of the posters alone has uh, snow. It's at a, least. I love It's a Wonderful Life, man. I love that. That takes place during Christmas. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean that, that. Yeah. Love actually has snow in it. Yeah, that's. Oh, it Christmas. takes place at like Christmas. Got, yeah, yeah. yeah. Christmas. I don't actually know that many Christmas um, films, so this is quite hard. The holiday takes well, place. That's what, during Gremlins. Christmas. I don't know snow. what happens in Gremlins. Gremlins. I feel like. That happen- I think that happens, it happens at Christmas. Christmas. Is about their Christmas presents, aren't they? Yeah. Jingle all the way. Uh, look at the these. Look at all these like B movies, man. They, they pump out. <laughs> they made. Well, how many was it last Hallmark, year? Hallmark. Hallmark. I didn't know this is a made thing. Christmas right. Movies, um, they make like these B so, movies, yeah, Hallmark, Hallmark movies, make these Christmas movies, B movies. Um, how many? How many a year? It is an insane amount. Three hundred Christmas Christmas movies 300. since two since two thousand and nine. Hallmark has aired more than three hundred Christmas movies. Let me just type in the exact question. How? Oh, I find that script I wrote. How many? Oh, how many days till Christmas? Four days. How Four many days. Hallmark Christmas? Movies in 2022. Oh, that's not the answer I wanted. How many new? Well, anyway, there's 40. There's 40. They made four zero new Christmas holiday How Hanukkah movies in 2022. That is one a week. Who essentially, these? Well, apparently, apparently, loads of people. They made a lot of killing on. I think they have their own channel, don't they? What or the heck? movie. I don't even get how you'd. They make them. Do each that? of them are under a million. 
dollars in budget no, we for a move for a feature we length. Should, should it's insane. Well, yeah, why don't we? We should watch some over Christmas. And, and I then... bet you, I bet you, almost all of them have snow. Almost all of them will have. Well, Santa take place during Christmas. Well, they don't have. To There's have some Santa, sort of magic. No, I'm not saying oh, they have oh, all oh, these things. At one least of one of these things. At least one of them. Snow. Uh, yeah. Christmas trees. What is this? Although we do see films at Christmas that you then associate with Christmas, like the first Harry Potter film. But that's got Christmas in it. That's got and it's it got magic in it as well. It, well, it, it's got the bit with the snow. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's got Christmas because Christmas comes to like Hogwarts. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's an element. It's um, not... Funnily enough, I tend to rewatch Band of Brothers every Christmas, mainly because of Baston. Yeah, Bastogne, yeah. That's and that true. has snow in it. <laughs> so. I think people like... But what is it then that people like about them? I think people want to feel... Get in the mood. You escapism. know, it's like... Yes, yeah. Well, because Christmas, you, you time Christmas to, is escapism, work. isn't it? Yeah, you, you finish with work. Oh, because that's what I was going to say. Isn't Christmas so weird? With with one, with work, and two, with school. Like, what yeah. it used to be like at school. Two weeks. Christmas was like the best thing. Oh. It? Like, any teacher that would make you do, like... Any work. Any work, you'd be like, what? What? Wait, like, sorry, but we aren't we watching a movie? Well, oh yeah, so we had, um, well at least back in our day. Uh, I feel like that must be still a thing. Let's oh. shove a movie on. No, we'd bring DVDs though. Oh no, that was the burgeoning, <laughs> yeah, that was the new technology, baby. And I'll tell you why. We would, so like, at, at Christmas time at schools, you'd, we, like, some people would bring DVDs so that the teacher could play it. Yeah. I remember no a kid brought Borat. Yeah, I was in the class with you. Were you? Yeah. Even and that, or more than one child more brought than one. I mean, it was, like, huge. Um, we were in The year... teacher put it on 11? in maths. I had it in maths. We must have been 15 years old. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Uh, put it on in maths, and it was Mr. Baines, who once was missing a shoe. I found his shoe in the... I was like, I swear there's a Mr. Baines shoe. Okay. I found his shoe in, like, the playground, or, like, or in the corridor somewhere. I took it to the class, and I was like, oh, so here's... Like, isn't this your shoe? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, and then and then, no, then the pumpkin turned back into <laughs> no, carriage anyway. and it's basically cinderella you're telling me yeah yeah uh yeah, yeah. i thought he was <laughs> my long lost cinderella princess <laughs> anyway uh that was just weird but anyway he put on borat and uh it got to a certain point I, he obviously had no clue what it was um it gets to a certain point where Borat is trying to buy a car in a from a car salesman. I can't remember any. Oh, obviously yes, I can't. Yeah. You know, and it's very rude. The, yes, it's very rude. So uh, and Got then he turned that off. But isn't it weird? Like school. Uh, also, primary school used to give cards. You yeah. used to do that. What they for used teachers? To be, no, no, no. Like for... you could write cards and put it in like the school post box, and then it would be delivered. On well, Christmas Eve, do it this year. I'm sure the probably gone, <laughs> gone strike. strike. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I remember birthdays in primary school. Totally off the topic, but it was getting like celebrations or yeah, roses, you and you bring your own you? chocolates and then hand oh, them out. You go to another class. You get to go between <laughs> the classes and pick out who you wanted to give your chocolate to. <laughs> Would you have that as well? No. You'd give an obligatory one Wait, to the what? teacher. So you'd go. Yeah. Say you're in four B. I mean, You're John going... grew up in, like, in the in Newham, co- yeah, coal maybe. house or whatever. <laughs> we, um, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, uh, deprived area. Uh, we <laughs> took, yeah, <laughs> economically deprived area. We took, 
our chocolates to say you're in 4B and go to 4A and 4C. I'm just making up these class names. Yeah. And you'd give the teacher a sweet and then you get to pick Robert, Jahangir. Wait, you, would... you get you get chocolate, you get chocolate. Why may you get chocolate? This is a villain like a uh, start to a villain <laughs> yeah, story. Like, <laughs> everyone bar one gets the chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> that was my story. Yeah, this is, that's the, gr- this the, is Grinch. the start of the Grinch, mate. Yeah. Well, maybe that, maybe that is the Christmas story we were right. It's a primary school age student who hates Christmas because every year he gets left out when the chocolate cr- Christmas That's chocolates such a weird get handed thing. out. No, we just had like you'd br- I don't know, yeah, you could bring like a cake or whatever. But a cake? They- yeah. Yeah, we used to have that. Or like How would you admit as what? They you'd bring a knife in as well. Or just like, or, or it'd be like cut cake. up like, okay. like you know, mums would go extra in it and like cut it up and it, then yeah. like But that would just be for our class. It wouldn't be like I'm gonna go to another class well, and like It's mainly because the teachers wanted to spread that's the wealth. Crazy. I once had to go and share because I wrote a very good headline for my story, uh, for my my um news article that we were writing a news article about famous author or something we could write about any famous author we wanted to and my headline was so good i had to i got to go share it with another head another teacher in another class do you know what my headline was i wrote a uh tell-all story about jk rowling uh, about her rise to fame you know this is pre twitter um (laughs) her rise to fame and the headline was from rowling in dirt to rowling in money And I thought that was really clever. And then I, for some reason, was paraded around the school to show it off. But I was like, I was like it's a bit of, you know, Chris is currently coughing. But it doesn't count as defamation as though she was rolling in dirt or rowling in dirt. But I don't know. I thought uh, it was quite that clever. Actually, that quite is witty. actually clever. I was in year six. So Did you pretty steal odd. it? Yeah, maybe. I probably absorbed it from somewhere <laughs> yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's nothing new. Sometimes I do that, though. <coughs> While Chris Sorry. coughs. Sometimes, you know, you think you... Th- you just you see you see something happen. You think, oh, that would make a funny joke. You hear a word, and you think, oh, you could use this as a funny pun or something. And then you think that's a really clever idea. Then you go, this is why Twitter, this is why social media is very good because you go on Twitter, you type that exact joke in, and see how many hundreds of people have already thought of it before you. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, I've told you this before, but I was just pondering the idea. Oh, that's funny. Stakes. Stakes have never been higher. Imagine it's like S T E A K S, like you know, beef steak. Oh, something about. Did you hear about the cows in the aeroplane? No, the stakes have never been higher, right? Yeah. The cow flying the aeroplane. The stakes never been higher. Type in the stakes have never been higher it's to Twitter, and there's just hundreds and hundreds of bad jokes. Just it's really demoralising, but also it gets you in touch with humanity. Yeah, a but that's bit. why. Like when we when we came up with um. This Maiden. new Christmas, no, no, new Christmas idea. <laughs> Made in China. Um, I, I, I was well excited, but then I was like, actually, quickly, I'm just gonna have a quick search, mm-hmm. um, because someone could have already done it. Yeah. Um, that's the beauty of theatre, though. Done that. Well, that that's the beauty of theatre, though, because a film, you really got to, you know, make sure you're not making someone else's movie that's really happened, but a play. You're, you, you're always existing in a space and a time with the people so that it doesn't matter if someone's done that before. It's, that experience that, is a shared experience. I think it's across the board because uh, the <clears throat> it's interesting, again, like I said, the the story is very different, but the theme and how it kind of plays out mm. is quite similar. But you find that in like nearly everything, yeah. like, you know, like a redemption arc or something. It's always going to ha- follow True. kind of the same beats. Um 
but uh... yeah, but yeah, exactly. When you knuckle, when you get down to it, stories are very, very simple in their forms, but then can be so evocative of so many different things and and hit you on different levels. And yeah, well, we know that to be true, which is why we come on to the greatest story, Christmas story ever told. We need to talk about Santa. What do you remember about that? Well, for the for those listening but, yeah. at home, Chris and I a couple of weeks ago. Uh, watched, I'd say two thirds, maybe a half, and skipped quite a bit of a recording which we didn't know we had, a very professional recording of our Christmas show, our ill-fated 2017 Christmas show, underbaked, underviewed, underappreciated. If you want to know more detail, <laughs> locked about under it, key. We, we have we did a, a podcast did about a whole it, yeah. Podcast about and we, it. yeah, we, we looked into the depth of it. But this is this is actually watching it back, which we hadn't done there. Yes, I don't we think. Yeah. Uh, it was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> but you see some of the interesting things in it. We use projection mapping. I still I stand that. by, not that it was good, I mean, it was bad, but stand by that actually you could make that... I mean, can you say that with anything? Uh, I think you no. could make it good. I think you can make it yeah. good. Like, it, it would need... It was like watching the first, first draft, like... Nothing yes. been edited. That that's what the, it was that's, like. That's one of the biggest things which we should have learned before we started was, and Drafting. I think we, we should know this. Yeah, I mean, we should have we should have really learned this practically through school and everything. But I think the benefit takes... of drafting, I don't think we understood. You knew why you, you I did think, it. I think we thought, oh, when you've got you everything down. down, that's yeah. kind of the best stuff. Drafting, you know I mean? surely, redrafting drafting. is just watering down. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I always thought it was watering down, or you're kind of drafting as you go. Like, so yeah. when we'd write, we need to talk about Santa. We think of a joke, okay? And it, it's actually the jokes that take the long time because we'll. Because you know there's a joke there, but you're like, okay, what's the best delivery of this? Mm-hmm. Or, like, what's the best punchline of this joke? Like, yeah. you know, roughly. That takes a while, and we're going back and forth between each other, like, you know, giving a different punchline mm-hmm. or different end to, that, yeah, yeah. end to that joke. Until we reach the one that we yeah. want. We're thinking, yeah. oh, good, we're, cu- we're kind of drafting it as we That's go true. along. yeah, yeah. Uh, and picking the best stuff. And then you'd perform it live, and the audience laugh at a little aside. And then don't laugh at the joke. You spend yeah. fifty minutes crafting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, drafting—that's definitely something we learned from from that production. But also, I think, and I think you can explain it very well. The punchline, the big punchline of the show, was quite good. Oh, it's great! Quite, I stand by that fact. I mean, that, and people did laugh at that. That was one of the best punchlines because so the punchline goes in in the this the the main character is called Maiden. Now. That's a weird name, maiden, but maiden, yeah. people didn't think much of it. Like you know, you just kind of get used to it because that's just his name, Maiden. And you and can s- almost be like, oh, this is he's sort of a maiden. You know, he's like a, uh, a what's the what's maiden, the archetype like a, of like a, a maiden in what's a, like fantasy? What yeah, no, yeah, saving, saving, like saving yeah. What's yeah. that term? You know, knight and a fair maiden uh, or a maiden, maiden, maiden in distress. Maiden in distress. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Should have called it maiden in distress. Yeah, that would be actually quite a good. Film. But like a maiden. So then, so so you you know obviously it's the audience just kind of going along with the story at that point. You find out obviously that his uh, his father father Christmas. was very unloving towards him, like very unloving. And that, that, that's kind of like the whole story. Like actually, the story I'm is good about you identity. Let there be a, a, an evil Santa. See how much you idolize that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's just, his father's like kind of really horrible, horrible to him. Then you find out, the, this is like at the very, very end, that his father 
couldn't even think of a well, name. Well, the father's the chief antagonist of the whole show. Yes, you don't yeah. realise it till then. And his father couldn't even think of a name for his son. And he had just picked up a toy, looked on the bottom of it, and it said, Made in China. And, his so, mid- yeah, and then maiden... he goes, my middle name? Wait, Maiden? China. That's my middle name. Yeah. Made in China. So the whole... It doesn't sound his as good, identity, saying it, but... His whole identity was built around just a, a, a flagrant, oh, I'll just call him whatever this is called. What yeah. it's written down, the first thing I see. And it's, a great, it's just a great reveal, you know, that, like, you're... Hopefully we catch mm. people off guard. It's surprising yet inevitable. It's like, well, it was inevitable, actually, if you think Probably about it. Probably one of the few things we would keep. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but, uh, but do you remember anything that about actually Scrooge. performing it? Uh, I remember when we performed it in Norwich and the lights went out and we oh, kept it was going. Terrible. We watched a recording of it, which was by far the best one that we had done. Well, as you know, not not St Paul's, but we 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 then it was it was interesting seeing how the lightings lighting changes were good. No, 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 Some of the projection was, was interesting. Oh yeah, no, that's true. We're thinking about news. Yeah, I'm thinking about news. But the um, <laughs> the <clears throat> the lights weren't working, so it was just a dim. Dim glow the whole, and we probably talked about this before. But performing a underbaked show where the most interesting thing is some of the lighting changes and the lighting changes aren't working, that was just a living nightmare. That was actually one of the things though that when we watched it that I had forgotten about. That actually, some of the dynamic, some of the lighting was quite dynamic. Yeah, was and we've been we've been adventurous of how we staged it and some of the setting, and like, we made these things out of cardboard boxes. But the cardboard boxes were quite interesting if they were like wooden or something. But it was kind, of, it was that thing of being so underbaked. What watching it was like watching us. Like in rehearsal, yeah. you know what I mean. It was kind of like we could both because yeah. it was so long. It was a work yeah. that we had to. Um, I think I remember that. I think I remember feeling like, man, I don't. You know, when you're just like, I don't know the play. I remember going. Actually, no, I remember that very distinctively. Actually, when we did go to uh, St Paul's, thank you so much for having us. Um, but <clears throat> when we performed there, I remember being off stage and. Um, I think honestly we were about to go on and I was like I don't know this play and I remember freaking out being yeah, like did, yeah. um, terrified that I was like man I actually don't know my lines to this whole like play um, but we got through it hey and I've said before if there was one thing in 2017 that we hit the nail on the head with uh, it would be the Queen's performance yes uh, which was the main focus we did the Queen's beat. performance at the same time as that and of course tour, this, this is the, the first podcast we've released uh, no it isn't no I was going to say this is the first this is the first time we've mentioned uh, Queen Elizabeth II uh, since her passing on the podcast and we um, yeah, we are very thankful for our time we were able to spend with her and we uh, that's yeah, a great look Christmas. forward to that's a great her. Christmas memory isn't it yeah it was when was that like 10th of December 7th, that counts 7th of December that counts, that counts. I remember that counts the date 7th yeah. of December I'm, we're looking at the uh, thank you that she sent you Yes. Well, the Queen I is very it. much aware of the amount of organisational effort which goes into a programme of its nature and has further asked me to send her thanks and good wishes to Mr Chris Bunch. Yeah. You have the Queen's thanks, personal thanks and good wishes. And good wishes, yeah. I'll have you used those wishes yet? How many? Two or three wishes? <laughs> I'm saving them <laughs> like up. Like a genie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't, have they expired now, though? <laughs> so, uh... I'm keeping it in. No edit, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, <clears throat> but moving swiftly on. Another thing is we were, like John said, if you want to know more about w- what's coming out for next Christmas, do come to the Breakfast with Artless on the 27th. 28th. 28th, sorry, of January. But 
how it how it started though is well one thing we were going to do is we were going to revisit another christmas show that we did which was called news yeah um and Our first show and i really like news and i'm, I'm I think John does. Yeah, but, I think it's a, I think it's a, got a great concept. Yes, yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I really like it, and uh, and I know other people really liked it. So I was like, okay, we can, we can redo news, you know, like obviously rebrand it, you know, redo everything really. Um, but we we've kind of we've realised. I think when we when we were like reading the script and stuff, we realised, okay, this is actually. This is for adults. Well, we were thinking of making it for children, yeah. Yeah, and we were then... Leaning into the children's... Yeah, so we realised it was for teenage and adults, and then we thought, like, well, how can we make it for... Families. Family and children. Yeah. Um, And the hard thing was, it was like, well, actually, we if we do that, you know, change it for children and families, but then you kind of lose the... The core the essence, and the essence of what kind of news and that story is, that mm-hmm. then it just wouldn't be the story that I think that we loved writing. Yeah. But is it possible to. Oh, and, and so that's the thing that we have to juggle with is kind of like making something that's for children and families at Christmas because it's like, can, can, can we. I guess you can make a an adult uh, and teenager teenager slash adult christmas play yeah but does anyone want that you know well i think it's hard because you look at what's already out there in terms of theater and what churches put on but also just what there is in the in the yeah in the christmas sphere in the whole world and you've got from one end you've got pantomime you've got the very loud, brash, fun, exciting high octane all singing all dancing crazy sugar rush children's theater which is super fun, and we love doing it. Um, don't think we're naturally that good at making it, <laughs> because we get in our own heads and write fantastic characters. Like, what was the the one that we found? Polar Explorers. What's he called? <laughs> Zane One Direction. Whose <laughs> yeah. whole meta was about him not being Zane from One Direction, and it, it was, was like, what is the point of this play? Um, but yes. Uh, there's that on one end of the spectrum, but the other end being more contemplative, uh, quiet storytelling, probably geared to a younger age. I don't know, maybe not. I don't think it has to be. In that sense of the way I visualise it's like a mobile, you know, like a sweet, a sweet, something that's visually and or we orally, said awe-inspiring. Yeah, awe-inspiring. You know, something that's awe-inspiring or that is that has a sense of wonder, you know? One, yeah, yeah. There's a sense of wonder and magic, magic, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to it. Which is um, which is where we fell into with the Narnia experience, which we've spoken about yes. before, uh, interactive um, uh, promenade installation thing we did with Haverhill Council based on Narnia. Uh, Three thousand children and their families walk through, which was super fun. You can watch a little breakdown of that on our YouTube channel. Two thousand nineteen, just before the pandemic, and um, yeah, that 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 really when we were praying and thinking about what this next Christmas thing might be, I think. That's what we wanted to tap into again, that sense of awe and wonder, which which has that overlapping Venn diagram. If you have the story of Jesus and the story of you know Christmas, of what we see Christmas now, the beast that is Christmas, yeah, the overlapping of those two things is a really powerful space because there's awe and wonder from both sides. But from as Christians, we're like, well, look at the awe and wonder of this child being born That's and this powerful, greater, this is greater, yeah, this is greater than... All of the magic and warmth you get from 
family, which is a great You're thing. You're trying to create. We're trying yeah. to create the sense of familiarity in something. So yeah. in the whole, that's what makes it like the Christmas play, isn't mm-hmm. it? Like, I, it the story's going to have snow in it. You yeah. know, it's kind. It is actually based at Christmas time. You know, so there's a familiarity a Christmas there carol, that brings yeah. people in yeah. that people then feel. You know, they they can Connected. connect with that. Um, but also, it does. This again, it does have the nativity in it, <clears throat> in a in a different way than you might expect. But it does have the nativity in it. Now, this is a question hmm. that obviously me and John had been talking about a lot. Is is it possible to have a for us to do a Christmas play or production that doesn't have the nativity in it, hmm. and it's a Christmas thing? And, and if you don't have it. Uh, would we negative, still be it, like, tapping into our core values of being rooted yeah. in the gospel and, and all these other things? Yeah. It's an interesting thought. I think it goes back to that wider thing of, you know, every story we tell have to have an explicit um, description of the gospel in the same way, you know, Jesus' parables didn't mm-hmm. all just say, and then God said this. <laughs> I mean... There is a there is a version of, of events where Jesus would tell the parables and then at the end of the prodigal son, then a voice from heaven would boom, look, I am proud of this father who is like me. You know, in other, in Greek theatre, Greek, in Greek writing and that sort of religious theatre, um, there would be that moralistic thing of Zeus coming down and saying, this is, look, this is who I'm happy with, this is who I'm sad with, this is the moral. Jesus did that as an exposition afterwards, but not in the story itself. So I don't think that there's a... Well, that's the, but that's the, that, that's the problem I think is if you don't do it that way, so like the 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 story that we have, we do use the nativity, uh, but it's 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 hard to kind of explain, but it's more of a side. It's element. a parallel. It's a yeah, it's, it's a parallel. A, it's a, an that. accompaniment to yes. the the main narrative. But then it's much easier that then you don't we don't have to then uh, mm. explain kind of afterwards so there's either two elements where it's like well then it is more like let's say you don't have like the nativity in it yeah but it obviously it links and uh you know links to something that's i don't know there's a christ-like figure or something like that that then you have to after a performance you have to kind of like uh give the kind of like explanation which is hard because i don't I get that, and that's that's fine, uh, and you know you can do that. But I, I like that less than, you know, you're just giving his the presentation, and there's enough to be. Taken well, I think it's there. it's a matter of how confident you are in the seed that you're sowing, and the the role of the Holy Spirit, and you know all the things that you're leaving there. If you've prayed into a show and you feel strongly yeah. that it's a standalone um, performance, which is going to be then given as you know a gift of the performance to people, and they walk away, you have that. We know that we, what we do is is part of a tapestry of people learning about Jesus and coming to meet God for themselves. And you know, if we are a step on that journey, then we're glad to be part of that. And I think there are there are big signposts and there are small signposts and there are stepping stones and different parts of it. I think some of our shows are probably the the um, junction, what's the fork in the road, where we're like, well, this is very explicit. This is showing you there's a choice to be made. But I think other ways that our the work that we make can ju- simply be a an accompaniment to look maybe explore this further have a look at this you know or hear this story and see how that might affect you and i think the nativity is um 
a really useful thing because it's so known by yeah. culture, even in the in well, the culture. Because they do the nativity plays. Don't even they? yeah, you know, even now it's a it's a pretty commcommonplace thing for at least kids to. Well, that's something we know, knew from Narnia was part of the Narnia experience was me as Mr. Beaver trying to understand what these little figurines were and the children go, oh, that's a nativity set and telling me as a character what the nativity was with a bit of prompting, showing that actually we have a great opportunity, like you're saying, Chris, that this is a part, this is ingrained in the culture of the UK currently, is a knowledge or at least a, um, a cursory knowledge of the nativity story. Mm. How do we then yeah, create within that culture... A, a a light to illuminate it further, which is better. You know, there's a benefit from a, being able to say we had a room of people that had never even heard of the Bible, never even heard of Jesus. Yeah. Imagine the opportunity you have there <laughs> to yeah. share. But you know, we live in a culture in a world where the, the Christianity is very deeply ingrained and maybe seen as archaic or an old uh, ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> yeah. <true>. <laughs> um. <laughs> But it's that thing as well where I think it's such a, like, with the, the Narnia thing, though, is that, like, kids do, like, nativity plays. Like, I remember being a king in the nativity play. You ever, you, uh, anything in a nativity play? <sighs> Probably Joseph, you know. Probably, Probably the main, all, main Main role. Uh, but I remember being, yeah, one of the kings. But anyway, kids do like nativity plays um, that... Probably yeah, don't go to church and stuff, which yeah. is great in a sense they're engaging. But they don't know anything beyond mm-hmm. this this kind of story. They don't yeah. get the. Uh, but that's where I think we've got then such an interesting element where it's like we can actually be like give the great opportunity to yeah the the further element of like yeah. But then why is that why important? Is that so you know, cool, why is yeah. it important that Jesus came and why did he come? You but know, then as you well don't get that if, even it's... if a child grows up after watching a play with a memory or an understanding that this person Jesus was special and has a significance to them and had a mission and a, and a journey to do on earth to help them. That's at least something very good that they will always be able to come back to in their life, you know. Yeah, everything can always be a, everything can always be a starting point, or, Which is exciting. or you know, of something. But I just, uh, yeah, that's why I think we're so excited for this uh, production. Mm. I just think it's such a such a good opportunity. Uh, opportunity. Um, it, because I was um, thinking about this: that is it a Obviously, the commercialization of Christmas is obviously way out of hand and stuff. So you said it was good. No, but that's what I'm saying. But but is there an element of like, well, it's kept though Christmas being a a big thing that lots of people engage with, that then it's not just then fallen out of uh, people's lives. So you've got what I'm saying is you've got more even more opportunity for us, you know, as as a, th- a Christian theatre company to be engaging with more people at Christmas mm-hmm. than we would if uh, it, it, it hadn't been. <clears throat> so something like Easter, yeah. Easter's not as commercialised, so you don't get as... It's still a bit, you know, you still have Easter eggs and all that stuff. It is being more commercialised, but it's not as people, on the level There's Christmas. nothing explicit that makes you think of Jesus from eggs and yeah, bunnies. I still yeah. think there's you can, still... You can go through Easter without thinking of Jesus. Yes, and I think at Christmas you can, but I'd still think... It's more, and it feels more socially accepted, you know, because it is kind of like, well, you know, it's Christmas and we do nativity plays and stuff, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So in a sense that there's obviously 
awful things about the commercialization of Christmas, but also at the same time, it's kind of kept it at the center of lots of people's lives, mm. which then creates us and churches and yeah. other ministries a great opportunity, at least, to engage with more people than they would have. Well, it's that, en- a- it's that engagement with culture, isn't it? It's that you know, the, the, the oh, devotion yeah. we've been looking at is about existing within a culture, engaging with that culture, but also creating new culture and that being God's culture and, you know, it being a challenge to stand out amongst the crowd, but also to, yeah, to, to meet people where they are and, and to not disassociate or uh, alienate yourself from culture where it's not necessary to. So I think if we lived in a, if we lived in a culture where Christmas, well, it's hard to speculate, but say we were in a completely other part of the world where Christmas isn't, is just another working day, maybe not even a holiday, you would engage differently in that culture. And if it was not snowy, <laughs> you would engage, engage differently in Madagascar, let's just call it. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. What would a Christmas show look like for children in Madagascar? Who knows? Um, yeah, maybe Madagascar, so, there's a Christmas movie. It's always on at Christmas. That's Don't think I've ever they, watched they, it. Are, is there an element of Christmas in there? Finding Nemo. But yeah, I just think we're super excited for it and again i know we've said it before but if you really want to know more because we're going to do like a big uh kind of launch launch that's it um and give you way more detail we might even be able to kind of yeah there'll they'll be it'll be really exciting that's going to be on so we're going to be doing that at the breakfast with artless which is saturday the 29th 28th. 28th oh my gosh <laughs> saturday the 28th of january uh you can 2023. book a space so uh, on our event, right? It's completely free, but just obviously that helps us with. You and know, it's not just food pastries and, and a continental breakfast. Oh no, no, no! It's it's full meat or vegetarian hot breakfast in rolls and buns. I take back the vegetarian, but I don't think we have vegetables. <laughs> but you can have the continental side. <laughs> well, be, yeah, um, yeah, but, but it will be very delicious. Yeah, and you'll be able to find out more about this th- this project because it's got us very obviously. We've been doing prison walls for a long time, which is great we love uh if prison walls could speak and we're still going to be touring that for throughout next year but this has given us a real excitement for something new mm-hmm. and uh yeah we really feel that god's pushing us in this direction and if you want to be a exclusive financial backer for the production um we every show we do would love to invest more into into the development yeah, time. Cost a lot of money. and right now as a trust we can probably not afford to put any money in so Apparently. if you <laughs> so yeah if you want to support the work we do uh just yeah, reach out to us and chat to us and we'd love to um show you how to do that uh, merry christmas <laughs> yeah so we, is that the end we hope you all have a merry christmas it's been a great year for us yeah we're so thankful we're so grateful yeah. um we yeah just give it all all the glory back to god we know this is for him this is through him and we're just privileged to be able to do the work that he's made us to do and thank you for your support throughout the the years and this year and yeah, and hopefully you'll excited. be hearing us, you know, more regularly on, yes. on, on 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 through this podcast. Yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed this ramble through all things Christmas. And if you wish to jump into Chris's DMs and and complain about any of the things he says, please feel free. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, um, yeah. I'm like the massive li- listenership. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm safe from being cancelled. Well, yeah, you never know these you never days. Know, you never know. You never know. Um, this goes viral. Well, who knows? Yeah, I'll pray it will. Um, <laughs> Maybe. Well, well, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and I hope you're listening to this before Christmas. And But statistically, unless you're on Christmas Day, there's always a Christmas around the corner. You know? 
Even if you listen to this in January or February, you should probably start thinking about Christmas presents, mate, because the cost of living crisis ain't going anywhere. Start putting that money away, because, you know, Christmas is the big beast that needs feeding. Or be just looking forward to Christmas, okay? Don't be the Grinch or the Scrooge. And Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. God bless you.